This podcast is part of the Famous Original Podcast Network family. You can find us by going to www.fopnet.biz. Welcome. Everything's fine. This is a Good Place Podcast, brought to you by Nerdy Things Pod Productions. We are the Nerdy Boys. I am Tim. This is Kevin and Jules. Say hello, guys. Hello, guys. Heyo. And this is Everything is Fine, a podcast dedicated to the hit NBC TV show, The Good Place. We do an episode here for every episode they do, and this is the penultimate, penultimate episode. Oh, no. We're leaving again. Exciting and distressing all at once. Uh, We have a wonderful group of people who are... Very sad and excited that this is the the second to last episode. They get together and discuss this show on our Facebook discussion group. If you go to Facebook and search Everything is Fine, you'll find us and you'll find them, the Maximum Derricks, over 100 Maximum Derricks who talk about this show every week and make me laugh and bring joy to my life. And they'll bring joy to your life. So go check them out or go to Instagram at Everything is Fine podcast or Follow the Nerdy Boys at Nerdy Things Pod everywhere and all the social medias or updates for this podcast and all of our podcasts at www.nerdythingspod.com. Or, nah, that's it. That's all I got. And, addition, <laughs> in it, call now and we'll throw in a Unless... second Nerdy Boys for the same price if Person. you pay shipping. <laughs> Yeah, two for the price of one. Call in the next 24 hours. Call Kevin. Just Kevin. I'll give you another Kevin. (laughs) Two Kevins. Anyways. Oh, man. Starting (laughs) off strong with the penultimate episode. Woo! (laughs) That grade A content. Yeah, that's what you come Um, here for, the grade A content. So, guys, let let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. What's the question? If you found yourself... In front of good place mail lady, how much and in what way would you take advantage of her kindness and unreasonable optimism? Um, probably not much. I'd probably just ask for like a lot of ice cream and pizza, and she'd probably be cool with it. That's probably my extent. <laughs> Because, like, we can't do anything, right? Like, you can't go, you can't do anything fun. I'm sure in the good place, you can have ice cream, maybe pizza. That's a vegetable. I can probably talk her into getting me pizza. So, hmm. I don't know. I, I'd, I'd maybe try to mail myself everywhere. Because I think that that, <laughs> I think that could work. Oh, is that possible? Yeah, you can mail. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how them. Why do they have a mailroom right. again? This is, this we is still my don't point. Know. <laughs> I don't know, but I, I there's got to be a reason. So like maybe maybe I could mail myself, or maybe I could I don't know get free stamps. Do they still have forever stamps, or is that just a good place only thing? <laughs> oh, do they have no, the for, internet? Forever stamps is an Earth thing because we have to pay for stamps up there. In the good place, they don't pay for stamps. I, I'm positive they don't pay for stamps. I, I don't know. I think they'd be happy to pay for stamps up there. If there were a charge for stamps, they'd be thrilled to pay it. Absolutely right. thrilled. But that lady sure. doesn't get paid. 
Gwendolyn does not get paid. There's no operational cost for that mailroom. Therefore, there's no cost for stamps. Hmm. Okay. All right. So there you go. I'm cool with I'm cool with just hanging with her. She seemed really <laughs> nice. Oh man, so I am excited to get to this episode because I you know, while last episode was fun, this one just I don't know, last last week's episode was missing something for me and this one was just there. It was it. It was pre- prime good place and it was very quotable. You know very, what was very missing? Quotable. You know what was missing from last episode though? What? The sound of a can opening. Oh jeez. Not really. Ooh. I just I just didn't want that to be in the background because I didn't want to have to edit it out. <laughs> With that said, let's get to out of context quotes of the week. Jules, kick it off. Oh boy. Um I have two cuz there was like a lot of them and I, I think y'all are y'all take most of them. Um you go first. Fine, you take you whatever want... ones you want. Uh, Seriously. Nah, what are two. you complaining about? He's preemptively uh, complaining that we're going to do something to him that is physically I impossible. <laughs> because literally one time, Tim was like, y'all took all of them. Y'all took all of my quotes. And then instead of wrote it, writing down four two. quotes, I wrote down 15 quotes in episodes. So I'm Seriously, covered. It's, <laughs> this don't is, worry about me. This is a, like a good place problem. Come on, man. <laughs> Yeah, I've decided okay. that's replacing first world problem because I don't want to be first worldist. <laughs> okay, fine. If you want to put labels on it, he's my son. Rebound booty call. <laughs> um, <laughs> also, I guess I'm black, and they do not like black ladies down there. Oh God, they do not Jeez. like black ladies down there. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Derek. Welcome to the medium place. <laughs> I like that one. Anyways, that's all. Three. Nice. All right. I got, yeah, yeah, the time knife. We've all seen it. Let's get back on track, bud. (laughs) And possession of a non-fried vegetable is a felony in Jacksonville. (laughs) Uh, And making people is exhausting. Very true. Yeah. There you go. I definitely like to go on a date with you somewhere, sometime, as opposed to now, which is nowhere, at all the times. Get it? (laughs) Hey, butthead! Life is complicated? That's not a revelation. That's a divorced woman's throw pillow. Oh, that's good. It's fair. There's, There's this chicken sandwich, and if you eat it, that means you hate gay people, and it's so delicious. They're building one of those for me. It's it's really conflicting. There's lots of thoughtless people walking around and Nazis. Again, somehow. (laughs) (laughs) Can someone please grab my tiny boyfriend? Mm. And Mm. finally, not to brag, but I almost have a full-grown penis now. It's resplendent and mostly functional. Derek? Hooray. And that has been... Out of context quotes of the week. Kevin, tell us what happened, my friends. Oh my god, I don't even know. I'm so tired. I've moved myself today. Like I moved an entire house by myself today. So I'm gonna try, but I don't know what's gonna come out of this. This is payback for last week we kicked off our other podcast, Brooklyn Nine Nine Saved. And 
Kevin and I had sporadically at work talked about, hey, have you gotten any ideas for a format and stuff? Yeah, I think I got a few ideas. Cool. Let's talk about it sometime. And then we never talked about it. And then the night of the episode came and I'm like, all right, so are we going to do segments? What are we going to do? Well, let's just start. And once, <laughs> once we start, Kevin just goes, hey, Tim, on our other podcast, we do a synopsis. You want to tell us what happened? <laughs> I did. I threw him right under that bus. <laughs> and I did it. So you do it. Jeez. B99 saved uh, on nerdythingspod.com right now. iTunes coming shortly. Yes. Yes. So everybody knows. <laughs> All right. So this episode, it starts in the IHOP, the interdimensional hole of pancakes, where they've decided to meet the judge and plead their case. And so the judge shows up and makes it look like an actual IHOP, which is still terrifying because if you step off the edge, you're still going to die or become small <laughs> or fly around or something. Uh, and then they start trying to convince the judge the judge decides she how tough can it be? And she goes down to earth and then comes back like 10 seconds later, not even, because, oh my God, earth is awful. And so they come up with a plan and they involve the bad place and they try to go to find some neutral ground. So, of course, they go to Mindy St. Clair's, Derek, and he shows they, they decide they're going to recreate a good place and try the experiment again to see if it's all people that can get better and if there's a flaw in the system. And then at the end, Janet and Derek are maybe a little too close for, for Jason's liking. Uh, and then Michael passes out. Yay. End of episode. Fremula. That was pretty good. Not bad, good. Kevin. Not bad for a moving boy. Oh God. I'm so tired. I'm going to pass out. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's a good thing you got everything moved before the snowstorm came in. Yep. Yeah, most of it. Snow. Snow, snow, snow. snow. Oh, it's it's going to be right. snow. <laughs> Listen, guys, we're at the International Hole of Pancakes, not the International House of Pancakes. If you eat anything here, you'll literally explode. I know. It's IHOP. High five. <laughs> <laughs> What a way to start an episode. Yeah. Um, but so they're in this this place that connects all points of space and time. And it's basically a bunch of catwalks with tubes flying around. Like pretty much that's what it is. But they get to the end of one and, and Michael opens up a door and Chidi's like, yeah, no, no, I, I do not want to get into that. And mm -hmm. Michael tricks him by essentially proposing a choice, which is. Obviously, Chidi's Achilles heel, but he doesn't give him a choice. He just gives him option number one, which is pushing him through the door. I mean, it's the best choice. It's and very necessary. Yes. And, and very necessary. And uh, yeah, I mean, there's probably no other way they could have convinced Chidi to get in there without about an hour's worth of dialogue. So save the episode. Um, so they get into the through the door thing, and they're basically like on an amoeba or something it was like a mushroom i felt like i was in alice in wonderland oh yeah and uh yeah now they they're in there and, and michael's got a hand through a 10th dimension which then gets big enough to grab them and uh, they just added that by the way so yeah <laughs> it's brand new lots of permits involved right. uh, but jason <laughs> jason thinks they're on a salvia trip that's not the problem they're going to wake Pilboy's. up in Pillboy's hot tub. Yeah, broken hot tub. Oh, God. 
Oh, but Jason <sighs> feels like that this is an ideal time to talk to Janet about their relationship. What do you guys think? Good, good opportunity to talk to someone about how you feel. You're in a place that you could fall off and die at any moment. And then so, other women are wearing slugs as sashes. I, I, I don't know, dude. So if it was anyone but Jason, I would say this is a bad time to be bringing this up. But Jason has, we've talked about this before, Jason has the knack of saying exactly the right thing at exactly the right time to exactly the right person. So whatever, man. If this is the time you want to talk about that, go for it. And I feel like he's the one that still has no sense of time. Like back when he was alive, he did a bunch of drugs, didn't really have much purpose except for his dance crew. And even now, he, he still sort of thinks that he might be alive and this is all a dream at some point. Like, so whatever, man, go for it. Go no, he, he knows about, he's dead. You know. He's just worried that he's going to double die in this place. <laughs> <laughs> but he already has when Janet <laughs> brought call. them to the Janet place. Good call. So yeah. he is one death behind. Good call. Good call. Uh, so, <laughs> but if he doesn't get double dead, triple dead, and Janet's not a marble, maybe they could go out sometime. Or in typical Jason fashion, he doesn't even really ask her on a date. He just goes, skips right to, do you want to try and be boyfriend, girlfriend? Because <laughs> yeah. he's at the, in his mind, he's two steps by by just talking to her he's two steps away from proposal but of course she's really excited about this like janet's you could see it in her eyes she's super stoked to go on a date anytime anywhere she's super about him it's pretty cute but it is kind of (laughs) different all right so judge jen comes in and she is pissed well yeah yeah. I, I love that she's back. I love, well, we see a few other characters. We'll get into that. But I love that she's back and then instantly just super <laughs> back into her character. And I just love her character. It's she's, so good. She's super Maya Rudolph. And Michael's like, listen, yeah. I won't break any more rules. And she's like, but I see that you're holding a book from a building. <laughs> he goes berserk about it. He's like, no, after that, no more breaking the rules yeah starting now right you can't write me up for this you already wrote me up for this i'm telling you i'm i'm a different man he's changed (laughs) right and tahani's wearing a scarf that is a slug or a slug for a scarf it's a need noggle it's a slarf yeah need noggle whatever that is i don't know what that is looks cute though as a scarf yeah, I like it. <laughs> yeah, because to save Chidi's brain from exploding, uh, Judge Jen puts them all into an augmented reality of an actual IHOP where the slug turns into a scarf and they're in a restaurant, but it's still possible to fall off the edge of the amoeba thing that they're on, even though there's floor everywhere. Sure. Yeah. I mean, are we going to get to... We We don't talk about like settings at all, but this show essentially is the easiest thing to shoot like from a (laughs) cinematography standpoint because they could just make up the ihop and then just say hey well we just changed it real quick to actually be in an ihop okay we're shooting in an ihop this week like 
they they keep doing this thing and like we're going along with it because it's just super cool like it's whatever but it's the easiest thing to shoot i'm sure it means they have the budget to do things like that 10th dimensional hand that, that made me sure. feel like we were playing uh super smash brothers yeah oh it's totally a smash brothers hand <laughs> so Michael outlines his thing to judge Jen and which he, you know, I think genuinely believes she's going to be on board with. He's like, dude, look, you buy a tomato and it's pesticides and it's all this stuff. And boom, there you go. Life is really difficult. Humans can't possibly calculate all of the decisions that they make these days. And she's like, oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Life is hard. Duh. Do you have anything else to give me? (laughs) Yeah, and, that's basically what he said, and he didn't do a very good job of trying to explain it. I mean, if the judge <laughs> was more into it, I'm sure, but she was just like, whatever, man, like, life's hard, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, he didn't really sell that hard. <laughs> it was a good example. She just, her level of empathy towards humans at this point is fairly low, sure. and so she needs a little more to go on, and Michael's best, I, I he just... He very rarely comes up with plan B's. Michael's got a plan A and plan B is like just react. And plan B was to floss or do that kid dance because it makes everybody happy. Right. All right. Now the videos of him on set dancing that makes sense. Yeah. It makes. He wasn't just doing it just because. It makes so much more sense. But yet every 12 year old that I've seen do that does it better than him. Yeah, are you kidding oh, yeah. me? I've tried to do <laughs> I, that a million times. He did it so much better than me. I'm not going to make fun of him. Oh, man. He did it really bad in the, the show. I mean, he did it better on that video online, but I don't know. My brother can floss. I'm kind of mad. He's been <laughs> flossing everywhere. Why is it? All right. What is it about this dance that us grown adults have to like learn it and think about it and it doesn't? still come out right but yet every 12 year old kid can just do it you're like hey look at this thing on Fortnite," and they're like oh what this and they're just immediately doing it how does that work because <laughs> kids because they have dance battles of this thing tim you don't know it's ridiculous it's we're old and terrible don't listen to jewels <laughs> okay yeah I'll agree with that. Uh, I, I I know I know I'm getting old, but I do I bet know you I if I told y'all to do the terrible. sprinkler, y'all could do it. I could definitely do that. Or the cabbage patch and there the running go. man. It, yeah, and the and floss the is the that, running man uh, of our time. The thing that the Fresh Prince <laughs> used to do with the the hand behind the head and the one like the quad oh, stretch. You know, I could do yeah. that too. Oh, I thought you were thinking of the one that. Um, uh, Carlton used to do the Carlton. Oh, I can do no, the Carlton. Anybody can do the no, Carlton. Can't talk about that. We're gonna nope. get sued. You know, oh, you know, he sued can't. Fortnite over that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Can't, cease can't talk cease about and it. desist on the Carlton talk, gentlemen. We don't want to get sorry, sued. Sorry, by sorry, my mistake. Alfonso Rivera. Okay, I'll I'll bleep it. <laughs> Delete it. Yeah. Um. All right, but Chidi's like, dude, stop dancing. I've got some philosophizing to do here. Boring. And we get a story about Big Noodle, which is obviously the only thing that's going to make any sense to Judge Jen. Um, but miraculously, I think it kind of does. So Big Noodle, I don't, I don't want to know why his name's Big Noodle. Yeah, you do. Donkey oh, Doug, man. Big Noodle. What's in the water in this place? Um, so Wait, okay, okay, okay. Everybody has nicknames. 
do, do we know if Jason had a nickname? Or is he just Jason? Um. Oh, no. What's his DJ name? Oh, I don't know that. What is it? Mr. It seems, Music? Because everybody he's talking, everybody he talks about has a nickname, but then everybody else calls him Jason. Pillboy calls him Jason. That's true. His, yeah. his dad calls him Jason. You're right. That's weird. Jason's his nickname. What? What? Whoa, that's not his real name. <laughs> his real name's like Little Donkey or something like that. That was right? what his dad named him <laughs> on his birth certificate, and they just called him Jason as a nickname. Oh, okay. man. So, but yeah. Big, big Noodle. Big Noodle uh, is late to dance practice all the time, and Jason yells at him until he's got to go live with Big Noodle because the swamp collapsed under his house, and he realizes that Big Noodle works three jobs and has four grandparents in a bed like Willy Wonka. And <laughs> even if he wanted to think about tomatoes, he wouldn't have time because you can't own a non-fried vegetable in Jacksonville. So, boom. Yeah. He started way out there in the story, and then everybody's confused. I was confused where he was going with it. And then he kind of rounded it out. And then he kind of spurred Michael into, yeah, that's kind of (laughs) exactly what I'm talking about. (laughs) And I I think that Jen is caught somewhere in between, like, kind of understanding and going, okay, I think I see what you're getting at. But also taking it as a challenge, saying, yeah, you humans think this is so hard. Sure, I'll go check it out. I'll go see how hard it really is. And she goes down there and she's gone for like 30 seconds, which... I don't know. I think we're in Jeremy Barramy right now. So, I mean, who knows? She could have been down there for six years. But she comes back and all of a sudden realizes that she's black and that that's a problem. And you just you don't even want to Google big, juicy, natural tomatoes. Don't (laughs) don't even (laughs) go there. So, yeah, she realizes humaning is very hard. And Michael's like, yeah, problem one. Life is chaotic and messy. Problem two, unintended, unintended consequences. And problem three is cheaty. You can't even make a damn choice if if you want to think about it all the time. But nope, there's no problems with cheaty. How you doing? <laughs> they should just offer up cheaty as tribute. Like here, just grant all of our wishes. Just take our cheaty. I don't think Eleanor would be on board with that because he's <laughs> really like they, they're good together. Hey, if I know yeah. anything about Eleanor, she'd offer her and Chidi up as tribute tribute. OK, fair. that's fair. <laughs> I just want to see uh, Chidi's abs again. Use that somehow. <laughs> Put that out there somewhere and be like, yeah. hey, check these out. Get us in the good place. And she'll be like, yeah, OK. Sure. He's no got uh, he's got Hitchcock abs, if you know what I'm Ooh, saying. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, JJ, uh, Ju- Judge Jen, she buzzes Sean in and is like, all right, listen, let's get this straightened out. And he's in the middle of torturing Shakespeare with the plot to <laughs> what was Entourage. it? Entourage. The Entourage movie. It's not a bad movie. It's not. It's just not the, the greatest. Worst. It. I. Jules. <laughs> hold on. I gotta say, I don't see what? you watching Entourage. Oh, my brother got me into Entourage, so I watched the entire thing. <laughs> at so, some point, 
don't get me yeah. wrong. I watched Entourage back in the day because, yeah. you know, it was the mid-2000s and it was on. Yeah, but, doesn't hold up. No, I dude, was not. Gillette just made a whole commercial about Entourage. Yeah, oh. no. That it's was, talk- uh, toxic masculinity at its finest. Very toxic, yes. And I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, I watched the Jersey Shore, too. Oh, I don't know why I like the that. Worst. It's literally the worst humans and the worst content. But I'm like, I can't stop. I don't know. <laughs> uh, this this was reality TV of the of the mid to late 2000 single yeah. digits. It was just the worst things that you couldn't take your eyes off of. Um, mm-hmm. But all right, Sean comes in and 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 she's like, listen, I believe based on my own personal experience that on average humans are better than the points indicate. And Sean's counterpoint is Limp Biscuit and slavery. Yikes. Solid <laughs> argument. And she's like, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, rebuttal. I mean, yeah, there's bad people walking around. There's lots of jerks and Nazis again, somehow. But they're not all bad. And look, the defense is these four humans. These four humans get put in the afterlife and they got better. So you can't just say that humans are bad. So this is the uh, solution to the problem. Well, Chidi's got the solution to the problem. But first, he falls off the cliff and comes back after seeing a trillion realities fold onto each other like slabs of metal making a blade. Yeah, the time knife. The Time knife. <laughs> I love how easy it is to break him when when shit like this happens. So yeah. someone brought this up on the Facebook discussion group, and let me, uh, Mitchell. I think was it Mitchell? I think it was. Hold on. Uh, do, 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 do. If it yeah, was James, Mitchell's. Hi. oh James, yeah. it was James. James. So James is like, why is it so easy to break Cheedy? You know, Chidi's an intelligent philosopher, so on and so forth. And I think it's because, and Kevin, you're the perfect person to talk to about this. What breaks Chidi every time is time itself and the manipulation of it. And I mean, talk about your thoughts on time travel. Uh, Excuse me. Yes. I cannot watch most things that involve time travel because they are miserable. They don't make sense. I'm with Cheedy on this. It it really oh. like I need to have that explanation. But the the thing is, I firmly believe I would have the opposite reaction to Cheedy to most of this, because he gets so flabbergasted by Jeremy Baramy and by the time knife, and I'd be sitting there going, you know what? That kind of makes sense. <laughs> I, I can see. I it. think it could go either way. It's yeah. Kevin's reacting the opposite. Cheedy's re- reacting to the opposite end. But they're both extreme reactions. To seeing the time knife, question mark. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, time travel, if you really think about it for a good while, it just doesn't make sense. Or at very least, it's tremendously complicated and Chidi can't process that. Like he needs to have answers. At at the core of Chidi's being, it's I need to have answers and I need to have answers that are definable and understandable. And to even get there would take seven trillion linear earth years so for him it's so daunting that it's like i I can't i can't even because if once i go down that path it will not end for me 
I think the main concern about that was like, and for me as well, is like, shouldn't he be used to it already? Like, shouldn't you be used to everything just being really extreme? I think that's what like pretty much. Yeah, yeah. He's not though. He keeps getting like (laughs) bamboozled with everything. So I think what he does is kind of like like Kevin. He shelves it in his brain. Like, yeah, it. let's just, okay, let's let that go. But then he's reminded of it. And again, if he doesn't have an answer, he's thinking, if I just start to think about this, I'll be broken. He'll be okay. stuck in a loop, like just trying to find that answer. So yeah. he just won't allow his brain to open up to it. I, I think that's exactly right. You know, because it, it, I, I don't know how Tim knows this, but I am really good at com- compartmentalizing things. And just sort of forgetting about the important stuff. So, <laughs> wow. I mean, that's cool. <laughs> also, I forgot that you didn't really like time stuff. So don't watch Future Man. I've watched. Because oh, it won't make sense. I've watched Future Man. It doesn't okay, make cool. sense. I'm fine with it. Okay, cool. See, it's, he, he, I, he compartmentalized it. You just brought it out of the compartment. You're almost making him mad. So okay. No, but honestly, okay. with, with time travel, the big thing that, that irks me the most is when they try to explain it, but they don't have a firm grasp on what their show is about or what their movie is about. Like that's that's when I start to get really freaked out by this stuff. Like the best I may have said this before. I don't know if it was on this podcast. I don't know if it was on nerdy things. But the best movie for time travel that's out there is Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. And I'm sorry, but that fact screws me up. That messes with my head. <laughs> well, I can't wait till the Keanu next one Reeves, comes out. The best time lord. <laughs> Out of all of them. Seriously. All right. So <laughs> once Chidi comes back and, and they catch the tiny boyfriend on Eleanor's prompting, he's got the mm. idea. The idea is that they did get better because they removed all the variables that make human life difficult in the good place there were, or the fake good place. There was no rent, no racism, no, you know, buying tomatoes and worry about where they were farmed and who farmed them and where the money goes and all that. kind of. It was all removed. So they're able to just concentrate on good actions, good morals, good intentions. And if you think it's a fluke, the only way to find out is to gather more data. That's what Simone taught them. So you need to set up another neighborhood or multiple neighborhoods with more real people and see if the results are repeatable. And Jen goes, yeah, let's do that. I like that idea. So we're just doing it over again. Are we okay with that? Yeah. Like, are we okay with this? Just keep going. Okay, let's do another good place. Okay, let's do it. You know what I mean? I mean, I am but from like, a TV I don't know show if... standpoint, or yeah, yeah, from like a t- like okay. Well, well, I think there's a fun- going to be a fundamental difference, and I think we can we'll sure. get into that at the end. Um, but yeah, it, I I would I didn't anticipate it would be like a whole other season of the new Good Place, uh, uh-huh. and I still don't know that, but it's possible, and I think there's a reason why it could work. No, honestly, like watching it because I, I know what you're saying, Jules, but I'm sitting here going. This is the type of show that they could legitimately just introduce four new main characters and and we could go a whole season without seeing <laughs> yeah. our four favorites. Like I could I could I could see that happening. I really could. They yeah. won't. As long, 
<laughs> sure. As long as they have the same writing and the writing's smart and we already enjoy it, like I wouldn't be opposed to seeing a few episodes with just four new people. Right. You'd see you'd how s- they do it. You'd spend the whole time going, all right, where's Eleanor? But in a really playful way. And right, like yeah. that anticipation would build. But yeah, just I was just playing devil's advocate because like right by now, they've rebooted and done sort of the similar thing a lot of times already. And true. I don't know if there are people that are like kind of getting tired of it or now we have like a twist that's going to happen, hopefully. But we don't know how much different that's going to be. So I don't know if if you're listening right now and you're tired of the format. I would love to hear that because I'm totally fine with it. Jules, but, have you uh, never watched Prison Break? Because <laughs> I have, no. I got news <laughs> for you, man. <laughs> the season two was called Prison Broke. Season three was called Why sure. Are We in Prison Again? <laughs> <laughs> or, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I watched all the fantasy. I was going to say, no, Fast and the Furious movies. So, yeah, it's exact all the same. same thing. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm, too fast, again, too furious. Fast and furious again. We still fast. We still furious. Tokyo Drift. <laughs> I listened to the soundtrack the other day, and it's of course you pretty did. great. Pretty great. Anyways, the only real question I know Jules asks a good question, but the only real question is where do we put the good place? Can't do it on bad place ground. Don't think the good place people will be involved. Wait a second. Eleanor's got an idea. Knock, knock, knock. Hey, Mindy, say clear. You home? And she doesn't care. She doesn't care what they do, but she's got nope. someone for them to talk to. And I have to tell you, as soon as I saw that house, I'm watching the show with my <laughs> wife. Yep. And as soon as I saw that house, I just went, Derek, 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 Derek. And there he was. <laughs> I was doing Not... the same thing. <laughs> Not just oh, Derek, man. but James Bond, Derek. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. We got a, a 007 maximum Derek. It's this great. is this is the maximum Derek, but also, like I love how they're calling back to the fact that every time Janet resets, she gets a little bit smarter. Yes, and then Mindy St. Clair would just reboot him for for shit's sake. <laughs> of course, she would, like half a million times. Yeah, but he's still not all the way no. there. No, he's well, pretty close. Is he? He's though? got almost <laughs> almost a, ple- a a full penis. It's resplendent. Um, yeah. <laughs> and he's got a cool yeah, martini, his, yeah. but he blows his... bubbles into it. <laughs> and it changes every time. Like, yeah. what was it? The, later in the episode, it was like just olives. Just a, just yeah, a martini just that's full of that, olives. That's really close. He got one part of it right. <laughs> just a lot of it. But and, honestly, and I love how his reboot button wasn't even just a reboot button. It's a plunger sticking out of the ground in the backyard. Of course. Of course, of course it was. Or, or is that just his description for it? Because I could buy Maybe. that too. That's true too. Yeah. But he was on the latest episode of Reply All and he was fantastic on that episode. Um, I made Tim or I told Tim about it. I'm, I'm going to make Tim listen to it if he hasn't already. I will. Because Jason Manzukas outs himself as the self-described biggest Harry Potter fan that he knows. And it is kind of amazing to listen to him talk about Harry Potter. Oh, that's cool. We need to have this guy on the freaking show. Have him on the podcast. Oh man, make he's, it happen. He's from our neck of the woods, Kevin. We need to find somebody who like knows his parents or something. Right, and find him. Yeah. All right, we're gonna do some digging. We're gonna find people that know people <laughs> that know Jason Mansukis, and we're gonna get him on the episode. And we're not gonna talk Good Place. We're gonna talk Harry Potter the whole time. Fine. <laughs> 
<laughs> or we'll get a you guys can can give us money. We'll do like a GoFundMe or or just give us money on our Patreon yeah. and we'll pay him. I would love to yeah, I just want to improv with him. Like, we'll we'll pay him, him do to like... do a triple episode, okay? One good place <laughs> episode, okay? One no, yes, triple episode. One good place episode, one Brooklyn Nine Nine episode, and we'll do a Nerdy Things podcast special where we talk Harry Potter and improv the whole time. Hooray! Okay, we only need like me. I don't know how many Give thousands of dollars to <laughs> book Jason Mansukas, but let's do it. Awesome! All right. Uh, so they're going over the rules to, uh, what the, the, the new place is going to be like. And, uh, I was so focused on Jason Mansukis that I lost, um, my, tr- oh yeah. So they're going over the rules. What's, what's the new place going to be like? And there's a little fighting back and forth. And one of the things is who is going to populate the neighborhood? Cause last time they used demons, not going to use demons again. They're going to sabotage the whole thing. But Janet remembers, oh wait, I can make people. And I think I can do it better this time. Uh, can she though? I mean, that's kind of a stretch. I, 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 I really think we should have gone with demons. I'm not. I'm not even kidding. I think we should have gone with demons again because it didn't slow these four down. Like not for yeah. a second. True. I think it's just because they were them, and they. I don't know. But that's but the I, point. That's the point of this. If there's any improvement, then it would show that this works. Because these, these four went leaps and bounds beyond, but I am I honestly believe that anyone put in that situation would would show something, and yeah, and the demons really were trying to mess with them the first time, so let's do it. Yeah, or even you know what I thought fifty fifty good and bad place people, but the good place people aren't going to be involved oh, in this. No, and they and no, they would ne- like. Idea. Can you imagine the good place person in there? Oh hi, how are you? Um, can I? go pick some flowers for you or can i go get uh, Plu- plutarchs for you pluots yeah. can i <laughs> what can Plutar- i do for you in this moment Plutarchs. friend who i've never met before this is some ricky gervais or invention of lying crap going on right now so no <laughs> sure yeah nope i'm out hard pass but well but they're in and janet's gonna birth the humans and like literally birth the humans because we see a scene later where she's like ah, ah, and then there's this woman who's like hi i made you and yeah i i thought she was gonna shit someone out <laughs> yeah i thought it was gonna come out of somewhere yeah it definitely looked like a real birth and but Jason's are these, there oh. being very supportive friend and yeah. then Derek comes in and he's definitely got an angle he's definitely playing an angle super smooth and he's like i see you're making people i also can make people let's make people together can i that's creepy it just popped into my head i we need a tuxedo shirt in the merch store with a little olive or a glass full of olives if y'all would wear that let (laughs) me know because i can make it and you can buy it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because I have thanks, the ability thanks, like Janet yeah. can make people I can make all of martini glass shirts so <laughs> great but Janet guys Janet has come so far that scene where Michael is going to create the new neighborhood and he's out there and he's looking and he's trying to come up with some ideas and Janet's like I've got ideas just some basic ones how many do you have like a trillion and she comes up with this whole thing and he's just putting the details in and yeah. He says, I'm so glad you're here. And it's, we talked about this, you know, many, many episodes ago 
how Janet's evolving, Janet's becoming so valuable, but Michael still sees her as his Siri. But it's it's so clear now. Oh, shut up, Siri. <laughs> Oops. So sees her as his Google assistant, which I don't have any of those around here. Okay. Cool. And uh, but now they're they're equals. He sees her as a friend, a, a confidant, a partner in this venture. And I thought that was a really neat little scene. Oh yeah. And speaking on Janet's like emotional development she's probably as emotionally developed as far as any of the humans that we know right now yeah i mean with More some exceptions Jason. of course but yeah like essentially she is a human with complete knowledge of everything and nothing and all of time and none of time so <laughs> i don't know it's it's really cool to see her evolve and it just kind of happened and now she's in this position that she's birthing people is she going to have connection to them because she birthed them like she's she gonna care about them i don't can, know can you is imagine gonna... that they all like want her approval or attention like Derek, and they're just yeah. all like chatting her up and stuff it's gonna be quite a thing yeah like what is that that's there's a lot of things that could happen but at this point we're seeing michael and janet create the the new good place we see janet birthing the people and it just feels like things are gonna go right like things are gonna go well and then Sean prank calls Michael and says he's Judge Jen, but he's not. And shares with him that he is going to destroy him. And that not only that, when all of the humans go to the bad place, he's going to torture them with demons, namely Vicky to start with, wearing a Michael suit. And that they're going to think that Michael's torturing them and he's going to make them forget. And he's going to get them with bees with penises and use all of Michael's great ideas. And <laughs> this really eats Michael up from the inside because he has friends now and they're so yeah. important to him. So now not only is it the balance of humanity in his hands, but he'll lose the people and the things that are the most important to him in this world. If he fails pressure way up here. Yeah. So is that, that's what's, broke him right the thought that if he fails his friends will all think that he ends up torturing them yeah like, that's what makes him go like i can't do this that's way this is way too much yeah yeah and okay. he does go berserk because he and eleanor are kind of getting ready for the first human she's saying how hey dude i do stuff with no preparation and he's like laying out scenarios <laughs> and then the human's ready and michael's not but Eleanor looks into the camera with that glint in her eye. Fremulon. I have an idea. Yeah. I I mean, this is probably pretty obvious. And a lot of people thought of it probably. But I think Eleanor is going to take over. She's, She's going to be the Michael. The world. She's going to be the Michael. She knows she can work really well under pressure, except for her uh, underarm sweats sometimes. Right. But she works really well. And she's going to put on like a little suit and work with Janet. And maybe Michael's incapacitated for the last episode. So, yeah. man, this is the cool one time that I feel like really confident that I'm actually guessing the thing that happens next. <laughs> we might get one. Finally. <laughs> How long? How many episodes? Uh, we well, Kev get Kevin, one. I think, has one so far. So, Jules, this would be where you and I would just oh, catch yeah. up to Kevin at this point. Sure, sure. All right. Well, yeah. 
We've got one more, I guys. Think, I think we know where we're going, but it looks like it could be fun. Yeah. I'm interested to see where it ends. Um, and kind of sad. It's going to be the last one for a while. Yeah, we're definitely going to have to do some filler episodes. We can't go like eight months or whatever without no. doing stuff. So we'll, 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 figure, fi- it we'll figure it out for sure. And we'll keep the discussion group going because we love y'all, Maximum Derricks. All right, you guys have any other thoughts on this episode? Mm, nothing. No, I literally had a dream about this. Nothing. So <laughs> I shared it with the Maximum Derricks in the Facebook group. So if you want to hear about my dream, go to <laughs> facebook.com and listen uh, or go to the Facebook group. Nope. Everything is fine. That's way too weird for me. Thanks, though. Very weird. It was very weird that I dreamed it. And I was like, wow, let's not do that again. <laughs> All right. If there was ever an incentive to go to the Facebook discussion group, it's to hear about Jules's dream. <laughs> that was it. What a great tease. Go to Facebook.com or on the app and search Everything is Fine. You'll find us. And you can join the other Maximum Derricks who talk about this show and about weird dreams uh, weekly. You can also go to www.nerdythingspod.com for all news on this podcast and our other podcasts. Check out Brooklyn Nine-Nine Saved, which is right now on nerdythingspod.com coming to iTunes and other podcatchers as soon as they approve us. Um, also at nerdy things pod on all social medias at everything's fine podcast on Instagram. We have a merch store. Go to nerdythingspod.com, Click on merch. You can buy our merch martini glass with olives coming soon. And I forgot to mention it last time, but we are part of, proudly part of the famous original podcast network you can find info on all of the other wonderful podcasts at fopnet.biz that's fopnet and hey if you want to play games with us i'm going to be scheduling our first games for next weekend i think so we're going to be playing some smash bros and we're going to be playing some mario kart hopefully i can get that all figured out by that time and then you can win uh maybe a prize i think i'm gonna give away a prize so um go to nerdythingspod.com go to ntp gaming there's there's gonna be a tab for everything that we talked about already go to ntp gaming join our discord channel and talk video games with us and join in and play some games with us next weekend that'll be super fun talk nerdy with us all right guys until next week have a great time Bye. bye bye Listener, Dutch here from Voice from the Underground, the podcast. My co-host and I want to invite you to check out our little corner of the podcast verse. At Voice from the Underground, we talk about all the crazy happening around us and try to make a little bit of sense out of the nonsense with little to no results. If the idea of hearing three semi-intelligent, outspoken nerds talk about politics, social issues, current events, sports, movies, pretty much anything that we decide to talk about because, well, it's our show, appeals to you, grab your shovel and come on down to the underground and then consult a qualified psychotherapist. Find us wherever you get your podcasts, just not where you buy your weed. Voice from the underground.